Welcome to the Growing Family Podcast. We're a family of four discovering what it means to grow our family and our farm one season, one seed, and one animal at a time. Get ready to grow with us. Today we're talking about buying our next homestead. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crazy Family Podcast. <laughs> the Growing Family Podcast. <laughs> but we are going to have our kids again with us, so they'll yes, be loud in the background. A toddler in a ball pit and a baby in a jumper, so you're going to hear all kinds of noises. Well, now he's getting musical instruments. Even better. So, let, but, let Gideon serenade you. He was singing to us this morning. It was so. pretty cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we are talking about, and something we've talked, you know, kind of alluded to in former podcasts, but uh, we are talking about our big move. Yeah, we had a podcast a couple episodes ago talking about how we are moving to Tennessee, and now we actually purchased a home. It's real. Yeah, it's, it's really happening, real. and it still doesn't feel real all the way. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of, you know, back and forth right now as far as being physically there. Um, so, thank you, my son. Okay, do you want to put these on? Here you go. Glasses, bluey glasses. Nice. now you're bluey. He said, Daddy, bluey. <laughs> Good job. Um, so, yeah, we aren't fully there yet as far as being moved in. We started moving some things, but... Um, yeah, I think we wanted to just kind of talk through a little bit of the process that we've gone through. And again, we've, we've spoken to some of these things um, already mm-hmm. in previous podcasts, but just kind of putting it all into one, you know, nice, neat package. And just what is the process of us trying to move out of Morgan's parents' house that we are living in temporarily and mm-hmm. moving into... Um, hopefully some a place that we will be for an extended period of time, if not forever. Right, yeah. It seems like it could be the forever. It's not huge, um, but it is nice, and it has enough rooms for our yeah, family Yeah, I would right say now. the house itself, like the structure, is solid. I mean, it's, it's solid. It's pretty new, and so... Yeah. Um, our ability to fill it will not be uh, something that I think we struggle with. Right. And it's one acre. So you always talked about 20 acres would be nice. So when I say it's not huge, I mean we have an acre. But it goes along with quarter acre farms. We have always talked about whether you're in an apartment or a 20 acre farm Mm -hmm. that you can grow your own food, you can get started you can learn and you can, um, yeah, just find s- sustainable ways to live. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've done it on a quarter acre and then three quarters of an acre and then a quarter acre again. And now I don't know what this place is. What is this uh-huh. like? An eighth or a tenth of it's an acre? It's almost an acre. Um, and then now we'll, we will be on a full acre. You are a dinosaur. Yes, you are. Good job. Oh, by this place, you mean where we're living today? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. This is, I thought you meant the house we bought. This is probably a tenth or an eighth of an acre in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously, we're not like full on sustainable at this point here. But, you know, we there are things you can do to provide food for your family. And, you know, we obviously, I mean, we have a stupid amount of tomatoes right now. And we have, you know, we've got the dogs going. We've got... Um, they're not know. food. <laughs> well, of course, but you know, they, but you know, them having puppies, you know, provides 
an income stream mm-hmm. that also provides for us to be able to have food and gas to get places and, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, we, we kind of figure out a way to maximize productivity, you know, wherever we are. Yeah. And now we'll have a nice little house along with it. It's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Tennessee. Yeah. So that's the big thing. Do you want to share a little bit, Stephen, before we found this house, what it was like? Yeah, I mean, we sold our previous home uh, in October of last year. And so we put all of our money that we made above and beyond, you know, all the expenses of selling a house. Um, We put all the proceeds into a CD that we decided we were going to keep for 12 months. And then we're going to start looking for another house. Um, but as we are not patient people, mm-hmm. we actually started looking maybe six, seven months in to mm-hmm. the, we to the 12 excited. months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was also know. my mom. She likes to research for us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's always fun to think about the future and what could be and all that. But I guess kind of, we started the process of looking for a new home, but not, we didn't like jump full on in, you know? Mm-hmm. If you want to get a house quick, get a realtor, have all your pre-approvals done and, you know, basically just find it, pull the trigger and get the house. Um, But we more or less were just kind of researching and dreaming and thinking and then basically just dipping our toe into the process. Um, So, yeah, it started out as just looking and then looking turned into reaching out for more information, turned into you know, a couple different weekends driving down and doing some like, not, not like realtor led tours, but like drive-bys. Mm-hmm. So we did that a couple different weekends where we drove down um, to different areas. It's hard. I mean, so we're in Indiana and this house or, you know, the future house in our dreams back then uh, is in Tennessee. Where in Tennessee? Good question. Uh, we don't know because we don't know anything about Tennessee. So we basically just kind of thought to ourselves, where would we like to be? What kind of general geographic area? You know, what landmarks, landforms type thing? Uh, basically, like different agriculture in different areas and just looking at, okay, what's the kind of vibe in this area versus that area? And, you know, we bounced all over. I mean, we've, we were looking down um, by Chattanooga. We were looking up by Knoxville. We were looking over by Nashville, down south of Nashville. Um just a little bit of everywhere. And so I think as as we progressed in looking at the different parts of, of Tennessee and also, you know, what the markets were looking like and the price points and the amount of land versus, you know, the quality of home, um, we kind of n- slowly narrowed the geographic area of our search little by little. Um, so we did take a trip down and we did some drive-bys over by some places that we thought were interesting and... You know, one would look really awesome. Another one was like, oh, this land is awesome, but the house, they had a really good photographer. So it made it look nice, but in person, not so great. Um, Or another one, it'd be like, okay, this is an awesome house, but, you know, the neighborhood's kind of rough. Or maybe it's a little too close to this, you know, giant factory or whatever. Right next to a train. Or right next to a train track. Or, you know, there's just, are you singing, girl? Yeah. She's so happy. But yeah, so there's so, many, happy so many different factors that you don't see on a Zillow or a Realtor.com, you know, because they're just putting their best foot forward. So we kind of got a vibe for different areas. 
and we mm-hmm. kind of settled on more of like the upper Cumberland region. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, I think I've said before, but my dad's got some property in Salina, Tennessee. And so we wanted to be within a general, within a good, a close enough drive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mom, you can get him a cookie. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> if you didn't hear, uh, Morgan's mom just yelled, can I get Gideon a cookie? He actually had a cookie earlier, but That's I'm hilarious. allowing it. That's it's fine. fine. <laughs> we had a birthday party yesterday, so he got sugared up. So why yeah. not just keep it going? Just keep it going. Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of the way we narrowed it down, at least geographically. Um, we had to, a little bit of back and forth between Morgan and I, because obviously she, so she's going to spend a lot more time. Um, this sounds bad, but like she's going to spend a lot more time in the house and I'm going to spend a lot more time outside of the house as far mm-hmm. as um, work, but also like working the land. Um, not that we both don't, you know, help in the alternative things, but I think, you know, majority of the time spent is usually me outside and you inside. Um, so she had a little more, um, what would I say? I don't want to say requirements, but like, what would, what would be the word? So she had a little more wants or needs, um, on as far as like the quality of the home, the age of the home, number of bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, all that. Um, my focus was more, land, land use, amount of land, you know, access, you know, those types of things, just thinking forward into the future of those types of things. So, um, we, you know, went back and forth and back and forth and kind of honed our idea of perfection down. Um, and I think we, we settled on something that it's only, it's only one acre, um, but it is in a very rural area surrounded by, many, many farms. Um, so the possibility of like potential future growing of the amount of land we can farm is there. Um, and then the house is pretty much, it's a fairly new home, so we won't have to do a whole lot of work on it, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that there are cattle in the farm right behind our house. You can hear them mooing, which is always beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else my mom threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> you want a cookie? <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, so yeah. so right behind the house is a cattle farm. So Morgan liked the idea that you could kind of hear the cows mooing, which not something I would have ever guessed from you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think at any point you were like, yeah, I would love to be near some cows. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you ever brought that up. Well, they don't smell in the air, just peaceful. Yeah, so it's it's a, I think it's a, a beef operation. So mm-hmm. um, I think so. I keep saying so. The dairy farms tend to be a little, let's just say pungent, mm-hmm. a little more of an odor. So when I was growing up, the second home that we lived in was right next to a dairy farm, and if the wind was going the right direction, like right across the lagoon of just like their poop. Um, it smelled like cow, um, but this I think is more of a cattle, like small cattle ranch. Um, so it's, they have a little pond there, but it's not for that specifically. I think they just graze the cattle there, which is nice. So you don't have that big smell, Mm -hmm. but you still get like, you know, like that moo in the background, you're hanging out on the porch and you just hear like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of cool. You know, it's, uh, it's not the whooshing of, of a highway, like a high speed highway right, right next to you or, you know, the trains or, you know, here we're near 
an airport. Oh, we hear the planes. It's a small airport, but yeah, you hear the planes all the time. And so it is kind of nice to have, you know, farm noises in the background instead Mm of cars and city. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty nice little house on a side street, which we liked Mm because the kids, we didn't really want a lot of traffic. But near near enough, a, um, a main thoroughfare so we can get to a decent sized city without too much effort. Mm-hmm. Um, all these things are things we were looking for, you know, yeah. we were looking for the potential of, you know, growing our farm in the future, which is awesome. It's kind of nice that we get to start, start smaller, um, and then work our way. You know, once we fill out this piece of property, it wouldn't be a bad idea to like, you know, kind of see if the neighbors or, you know, the neighbors of the neighbors might have a little bit of, you know, an acre here or an acre there we could use for grazing, um, sheep or goats or whatever. But right now, we just have a manageable piece of land, which is super nice. Mm-hmm. Especially since we're not down there right now. And yeah. the grass is still growing. Right. Um, so, yeah, we closed on that house. That's the big news. We yep, closed last Tuesday. week. Mm-hmm. She's excited just as much as we are. Yeah. And I would say, like, before we bought this house, Zillow or whatever app you're using will send you, like, million-dollar homes. So finding out what you can afford is probably essential mm-hmm. to really get your search narrowed down. Yeah, and I think finding a good lender is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, we we started working with one lender that we thought was going to be great because it was they were is a lender that was you know recommended to us by someone that we um, were thinking about building a home with, like a home builder, and they were so invasive. They were very pushy. They tried to get all of our information right away, um, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get us into underwriting. We didn't even have a house we were looking at yet. Yeah. Um, it was it was odd. Yeah. You know the the difference between that experience and then the the eventual lender that we went with. Yeah. Um, they called me personally, talked to me on the phone, and yeah. they were just really calm and kind. Um, the lender we went with said that they would get an answer to us the following day. The other one said weeks. Yeah. So it was crazy. It was like oh, yeah, we're going to need two weeks, and we need all of your financial information and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this just seems, you know, it's like when you go on a date with someone and they start talking about uh, kids on the first, like, hour of the date, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think this is a little fast. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> it's like you're a little, being a little Going pushy here. their family history or yeah, something. It's yeah, it's crazy. So this lender was that we went with was they're so nice and helpful and like they had two different people that worked our case um, case um, mm-hmm. worked our you know loan loan application and there was an app that told you exactly where you were in the process and what we were waiting on like what the next step was and all this and they would always send us PDFs of all the documents which is nice because I like to keep records of everything. So, yeah, so I think finding a good lender that fits your personality and gets that you get along with, mm-hmm. especially if you can find one local to the area that you're actually purchasing the home in, or at least if you're, like us, if you're out of state and you don't really know what area you're going to purchase the home in, maybe just a lender that kind of covers the broad geographical range that you're looking at um, would be nice. And, yeah, our realtor ended up being awesome. We went through a mm-hmm. slew of just useless realtors it was crazy well sometimes you just try to find anyone on zillow when you're out of state and it doesn't always go well for you um we had a realtor that didn't show up 
Yeah, she was so nice on the yeah. phone, but just never showed up to any of the things. <laughs> and like anytime we actually needed something from her, just ghosted. Yeah. But then she'd call you back in like three hours. I'm like, ah, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too late. Because when you're out of state, um, and maybe there's some realtors listening, I don't know. But when you're dealing with a, with somebody who's out of state, like if we're going to be in town, it's going to be for a very limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like we're driving down, spending the day there, maybe. Maybe it's drive down, sleep, spend the morning, and then go back. You know, because we have to do it all in a weekend. And so... For us to come down, see any amount of houses, and then go back, it's got to be a very specific amount of time, and we really need answers right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no room for error, really. So I don't know if they're just so busy that they just don't want to deal with out-of-staters because we're more difficult, and they'd rather just deal with people that are local. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was it was frustrating. The yeah. realtor that we ended up with was awesome. If you yeah. guys want, if you guys want any um, recommendations for realtors or um, for lenders or any of this stuff, let us know. Um, throw it in the in throw it in a DM. I would say, yeah. um, or just yeah, just message us on Facebook or send us a message on the website. But we can recommend. I mean, in the Upper Cumberland area of Tennessee, we can recommend um, the ones that we went with, and they were super helpful and very um, kind. You know, they like invited us to their church after, you know, after everything was said and done, like, Hey, come, you know, just really welcoming us into the community, which I thought was awesome that they weren't just there for, you know, for the paycheck and then bounce kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that myself. Should we share some of the, I don't know what to call them. Uh, like the things that we saw God doing. Throughout this process. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there were definitely like four confirmations that this was the right home for us. Yeah. So. Does it start with the uh, experience at the campgrounds? Yeah. Okay. Um, because we were looking at homes in like Cookville, Livingston, um, even Salina. Yeah. Um, where else? Sparta was one. But we would always stay at a campground in Monterey. We even did a podcasts about camping with our kids and that was fun so you can go back and listen to that one but that was at the campground in Monterey and it's called Spacious Skies and there um, were several kids playing at the park and it was right outside of where we were camping so Gideon and I went over there and one of the kids especially just befriended Gideon and he kept saying, watch out for him. He's little. And everyone was watching out for him and really kind. And I just kept feeling like, wow, this is a different experience. And when we go to a park in Indiana, a lot of the times the kids were just uh, running Gideon over or just not being playing crazy. with him. Just kind of crazy. So I wasn't used to kids just within two seconds befriending him like that. Yeah. And being just very, very kind. Oh, yeah. And then the accent helps, too, you know. (laughs) But um, this one little boy, he said his name was Creed, and he was the one that was really nice to Gideon, and he invited us to his church in Monterey, and I just didn't forget him. And then there were several homes we sent the realtor, 
But one of them, the realtor was like, oh, Morgan, Stephen, we have to check it out. And I was like, yeah. we don't have to. It's okay. And she was like. So just to set the stage, yeah. <laughs> we're we're still in Indiana. Right. And, and the realtor is just like basically going on field trips for us. And then we're more or less we're Skyping Video. with her phone. And like sometimes. Zoom. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be on my phone. Sometimes we'd be on Morgan's computer. But basically we're doing a Zoom call walkthrough of the house. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, this is probably the third of those that we did, yeah. Um, where she was kind of walking around the house, and there was one that I went, I physically was down there, um, helping my dad with something, and so I met her. This is the first time I met her, the realtor, um, and she and I walked the house together, and it ended up being, it was a nice house and everything, but it just it didn't end up being right for us, um, based on a couple of small things. But so after that, she was just doing these Zoom calls with us, um. And this is, yeah, this is probably the third one. One of them, my dad actually was able to go. Well, I think fourth, like she had been to several. The, the second one was the one where my dad went yeah. and met her there. And there kind of, was another one yeah. because she said the house smelled like pee. And we're like, yeah, no. Yeah, she goes, she goes, what is that smell? Oh, I think it's urine. <laughs> and we're like, that's disgusting. She is like, she is like so um, honest. Which like, we appreciated yeah. since we weren't there in person to or check she, it out. She was a little like, she was just like perfect level of critical of the homes to mm-hmm. where it wasn't like negative Nelly, but it also, she wasn't just trying to get us in a house and get out. Yeah. You know, she was definitely she really looking cared. out. She was looking out for us. Yeah. And she um, told us she was a Christian and she would pray before going into the homes with us, which we really loved that as well. But for this one, it was in Monterey. And we never really saw ourselves there, I guess. We didn't really check out the area. We just went to the campground and then went to the other areas that I mentioned earlier. So, yeah, it was like, okay, this home checks many of the boxes, but it's only on an acre. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't really what we wanted. But, um, yeah, we were like, okay, we'll be interested at some point to check it out. She was like, how about I go there tonight? And we're like, okay. Yeah. Well, one confirmation was that Zillow listed it $150,000 less than the price it was supposed to be. Yeah, there was a weird price change deal that... Yeah, it looked like it went up by $150,000. So it looked bad, if that makes sense. It looked like the owners like just... We're like, we're like, we want more money and just increased it. But it was just like a glitch on Zillow. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't a bad price. It was just, it looked like, oh, what happened here? Like, it makes you kind of question it Mm -hmm. because other homes were coming down on the price. So this home looked like it was going way up on the price. Yeah. So we saw that and our realtor was like, this might work in your favor, actually, because people might not be looking at the home as quickly. Because homes like that were going really quickly. Yeah. Within a day or two. So she was able to get there that night and we did a video tour of it. And when she goes back there, it was a nursery with um, mountains painted. And over on top of the mountains was a sign that said Creed with a K. Yeah. And we thought, whoa, that's interesting. That reminds us of the little boy that Mm -hmm. Gideon met. Um, we know that is not his home because he's like a 10 year old and that was like a nursery. Yeah, yeah. But we were like, oh, that just reminds us we like that community that we met and it's an area worth checking out. Yeah. It just seemed uh, like an interesting coincidence that the name of the kid that like stood out 
to us as being very kind in the town. And then we find a same town and the same name painted on the wall, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like, you know, it's not like, I'm, I wouldn't call that like a sign from God, but I also wouldn't say that it's nothing. Yeah. You know, it's like just enough of a coincidence that I'm like, okay, somebody's speaking to us, you know? I think it's a sign from God. <laughs> Um, because I'm more, I look out for those kinds of things and I think, okay, that means something to me. Um, but then the second one, well, no, this is the third one now. So that was the second one. Um, the third one was that there was a Bible verse that they had, um, kind of up against a wall and it was Joshua one nine and the realtor was like, do you see this? Look at this right now. Yeah. And the verse, um, this is just a short version of it, but it pretty much says, be strong and courageous for the Lord goes with you wherever you go. Yeah. And she said right before then she was praying that we would not have fear. And so that really stood out to her. And I just thought the last part of it, especially the Lord goes with you wherever you go, just helped me realize like, okay, we don't have to be nervous to Mm -hmm. go to a new state. Yeah. Yeah. And wherever you end up, he will be there to to help you, mm-hmm. you know, in that situation. Yeah. And then the fourth confirmation in my mind um, was um, then the following day. Um, I'll just, I won't give like all the details, but um, Stephen received a check um, from a family member, from two family members who passed away. They mm-hmm. left him a little check. And it was the exact amount of, um, we were kind of nervous about the price of the house they counter offered. And then it was the same amount on the check of what we we're kind of like, Oh, the difference, was yeah. the difference. Yeah. Between so, what we originally offered and what they counter offered. Yeah. The difference in between the two was what we, what I received, um, from the, the, the passing of a family member. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yeah, a little bit of a confirmation there. Yeah, and the timing of receiving it was that day. Yeah. Which, like, the family members um, that this came from, they passed months ago. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty cool when things like that happen that you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I think I'm in the right place right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, all, the, all the pieces are coming together at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tried not to get discouraged, and I don't know if, if any of you out there are, um, in the same process that we were in, um, where you're looking for a home or even looking for a home in a different state, that can get very discouraging because, you know, you're looking, 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 you find something that you're like, you can really see yourself in. Um, and then you start dreaming about the future and you see yourself there and all the potential and possibilities that, that the um, property might hold. And then all of a sudden you find out, oh no, there's an offer on it. Or, oh, actually, I got pre-approved but for less um, money than the house is worth or whatever. And so that can get very frustrating. But I just want to give you guys, like, um, confidence to say, you know, if, if it's not working out, there's a reason it's not working out, and there's something better out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like that was the only option. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, that was your only chance. It's It's one of those things where sometimes you need – those stepping stones to get you one step closer to the thing that you actually need. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was definitely the case for us. So for, for, for anyone out there, like I said, that is, that is maybe getting frustrated or, or 
about to be going into this season, I just want to give you that comfort that as the process goes along, you will learn and grow as the process develops, you will develop. And the closer you get to that end goal, the more ready you're going to be to take that final step. And so don't rush it, enjoy it, um, look towards the future and all the possibilities, and just trust that that the Lord will um, lead you to that right place. And it may not look, and most likely won't look, like what you thought it was going to be, but it will be the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. Um, we had a couple of times that we thought, oh, this home might be the one, and then it was either gone the next day or oh yeah, something was wrong with it, and we're like, okay, never mind. Um, and it was really hard to then get back into reframing our brain away You just from. want to give up sometimes. I did. Yeah. That was the day that our realtor, Carrie, reached out and said, um, yeah, let's go look at this home. I was like, I'm kind of all done. I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was kind of pushing it away. I was like, if you want to, like, we'll make it happen, but I'm okay either way. Yeah. And then that ended up being the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I think it's going to be perfect. I know it's going to be perfect. Yeah. It's, the, it's just the right thing. And we've met, um, well, we met one of the neighbors, and we met the people who built the home. They were the ones. Yeah, the sellers were really awesome. Um, yeah. They were actually the ones that, that built the home there on the property. Um, and they, you know, like 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 we just spoke about, they had, have young kids. And so mm-hmm. um, it's kind of good to be able to connect with people like that. And even they, like the sellers, invited us to church with them too. Yeah. You know, the real, our realtor invited us to church with her. And, you know, it was just kind of interesting to like, you know, have that community get built around you just from just from the purchase of a home. You mm-hmm. know, we didn't go out of our way to go to like some kind of, you know, um, social event or, you know, we're not trying to join any clubs, but they like people have just come around us already. Mm-hmm. We're not even physically down there yet. And we already have a small community of people that are kind of coming around us in that way. Yeah. And that's why it's like this is definitely the right thing. Yeah. yeah. So again, I just want to uh, I just want to calm anyone's heart that is out there, maybe in the same process that we we're in, getting discouraged or um, you know feeling frustrated in that situation, or if you're getting anxious because you're about to enter the situation, just know that the process will take as long as it needs to take, mm-hmm. and you don't have to feel rushed, and you don't have to you know jump on something just because it might look like the right thing it may be that that is just the right next step towards the end eventual thing. And so, yeah, so just um, just be calm. Enjoy the process. You're probably not going to do this too many times in your life. So <laughs> so just go through it and, and experience every piece of it fully. Um, try to learn from the whole thing. And, uh, and yeah, just, just enjoy it. You just listened to another episode of the Growing Family Podcast. Please give us a shout out on Facebook at the Quarter Acre Farms Facebook page, or you can also check out our farm at quarteracrefarms.com. We would love to hear from you and hear the ways that you're continuing to grow with us.